Alrighty, guys, that's uh, what's going on. So, this is kind of just a new segment I like to just call, uh, well, Joe says shit. I don't know. Might be just a kind of an extra content on top of the Fresh Cup of Joe podcast with regular guests. Might just be something I just want to talk about, you know, random shit, solo kind of podcast. Yeah. Um, just stuff I want to talk about, lighthearted stuff, like genocide. <laughs> No, I can't do that, man. I, I can't. I can't talk about crazy shit like genocide, man. I, I just don't have an enemy. Um, yep. So this is another lighthearted project that I want to do. Just bring up some irrelevant, relevant news. I don't know. Whatever you want to clarify it as. So let's just get started on what I want to talk about. Okay. So apparently, El Salvador has passed a law to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. I mean, like. That's pretty cool for someone who is an avid, you know, kind of believer and investor in Bitcoin. This is actually pretty fucking sick. Um, so basically uh, what happened here is that El Salvador just passed a law that allows Bitcoin to become legal tender. This means that the prices can now be shown in Bitcoin and tax contributions can be paid with digital currency. And holy shit. So just letting you know, I'm actually outside and there's uh, some fucking guy on a motorcycle just speeding like 120 kilometers per hour it's pretty crazy because i actually just got my motorcycle license (laughs) and i would do like my buddy's like hey man like uh why are you paying so much money just to elaborately kill yourself (laughs) and i'm like fuck man that's uh that's 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 the cold hard truth man that's the that's the that's the cold hard truth because it's like it offers very little protection man i mean you have like obviously the uh leather pants the jacket the shoes and the helmet and the gloves but like when you're going at speeds of 120 kilometers per hour man that uh, i don't <clears throat> that tends to be a, that tends to cause a lot of damage to your body man and i don't know I, I just i just i'm just never like when i see people do that i'm like that doesn't make any sense you know uh, <laughs> um yeah it, it's like your body's precious man your life is precious i get it you got you gotta kind of <laughs> do shit but like can you just imagine man you're just like yeah man i'm just gonna fucking go 120 kilometers per hour and just zoom past all the cars then just some shit on the road lands like like a tire or something you just flip over oh man dude you just be a vegetable man <laughs> fuck oh my gosh yeah it, it, dude, you know what man it's like when people fucking drive man it's like um i think i think they i think they forget that you're in a car man i, I maybe it's because i rarely drive and i still kind of have to think about what i do it doesn't just come on a subconscious basis um that like i still think man that like if i go a lot over the speed limit man like i'm literally endangering the lives of everyone inside the car if not my own life or someone else's life man those those machines man they're they're um they're not something to be fucked with man they're not something to be fucked with at all man it's um this is kind of why i just prefer taking the bus and the sky train mainly because you don't have to think like while you're on the thing it kind of just goes to your location <laughs> it's it's like i had this man this one buddy he's like um he's like you have a class five but like why don't you ever drive and i'm and i'm just like number one because i live in the city for those who don't know vancouver is a great city when it comes to like public transportation it's fucking sick like you can actually get if you're in the city and if you live near a station which i do coincidentally you can actually get to anywhere without 
taking a car. It's 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 so much more easier sometimes. It's actually a lot faster, especially if you want to go to, like to the boonies or something, or like like kind of like out out there. Like I'm by a station where that kind of goes there pretty quickly, way faster than a car. I, I, and you you can just sleep on it. You don't even have to think about it. It's pretty nice. <clears throat> but yeah, um, that's why I don't really drive that often. It's because I don't really see you know kind of the need to 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 be honest. I mean, the only time I really would want to is uh, when uh, we go somewhere that isn't you know transit friendly, right? Um, yeah, like just a bit of backstory. Like my brother uses the car um, basically five days a week for work, but now that he has work from home from the inside that car has been outside our lot for a week and it hasn't even moved an inch <laughs> like it kind of just shows you how little we, we we drive around or basically how little i drive around here right i mean if i want to play golf yeah sure <laughs> but you know like i said i don't really need a car not just yet i have the access to the rental car which is good enough as it is because i don't need to pay the freaking insurance rates as well 41 cents a minute with gas and insurance Hey, not bad, especially for someone who uses the car once a week or twice a week or whatever it is. Yeah, can't complain. But yeah, back to Bitcoin. I mean, like I said, for someone who's um fuck, for someone who who's a believer in it, it's it's pretty cool to see a country like adopt this shit. But it's also hella volatile, like really volatile. Like this thing can go up and down on a base of Elon's tweets or on really on anyone's tweets. It's, it's like the whole, you know, Ronaldo Coca-Cola thing, right? <laughs> like, for the, there's the Euros, right? And he had like the conference and he just sits down, right? And there's like these like two Coca-Cola cans and he just picks them up and just moves them to the side. And yeah, so, yeah, so when Ronaldo like kind of, you know, push the <laughs> those Coca-Cola cans away because I, I think he was just like, yeah, man, like I just don't want to have, you know, unhealthy things around me. If it kind of makes sense, I mean, you are fucking dealing with elite athletes that usually don't drink Coca-Cola. Or if not at all, right? <laughs> it's so funny. So what happened was like the, the price of Coca-Cola dropped by like, let me just double check this, man. How much does the price of Coca-Cola drop? Uh, which also is bad for my stocks because uh, they also went down too. Coca-Cola stock price. Let's see how far this... Oh no, it's up by 12% today. But um, let's see, just made stock interesting. Oh yeah, so Coca-Cola shares drop four billion after Ronaldo gestures drink to drink water. <laughs> I mean, well, there you go, right? <laughs> you see, it just goes to sh it's so it's so weird. Like like how does how does doing something like that, you know, drop the price of Coca-Cola, right? It just doesn't make any sense. I I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm a weirdo. Maybe I'm a nut job. But yeah. That's just the way it is. Okay, but like, you know, Bitcoin. So it's weird because like this thing isn't like backed by anything. It's just kind of like whatever people value it as. And I think that's what makes it so volatile because like Elon, when Elon said that his Tesla would be, you know, the richest company man in the world would say, hey, look, um, you know, using Bitcoin as a form of payment that basically le legitimizes the form of it being a, a currency to take over the world, right? Um, <laughs> but, so that obviously raised the price. But as soon as he said Tesla will not be taking Bitcoin as, you know, as a form of payment or it would be selling its supposed lot of Bitcoin, shares of Bitcoin or whatever it is, even though apparently it wasn't, uh, <laughs> the price of Bitcoin also dropped. 
significantly. So it's 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 hell of all time, man. It's like the price of a currency depends on a a couple tweets before it goes up and down in value. It's pretty fucked. Like, <laughs> can you like imagine just uh buying a house in El Salvador and you're like, hey, look, man, like uh this is a pretty good house, man. I'm gonna buy it with X Bitcoin. And they're like, yeah, okay, man, yeah, sure. Then like during the fucking contract, like the price of bitcoin just fucking goes down like 12 percent and like fuck i gotta pay more bitcoin so you end up paying more bitcoin right then as soon as like the paper's signed and shit (laughs) like it goes up and you're just like fuck i just lost so much money that'd be me dude i'd be so fucking pissed (laughs) yeah it's like i'd be pissed dude Like, like, like if the contract is like signed or something and like i just sold bitcoin i'd be like this like that'd be it man i mean i don't know like <laughs> I, I wouldn't be a very happy camper but i mean honestly man i'm still excited i'm I'm very excited for this change though man el salvador is adopting this uh the, this currency and as an avid believer in bitcoin uh, it's good to, it's a good thing to see that happen because it fixes a, i think it fixes a lot of the issues that it, it comes with like for example like the fixed it fixes the money supply so it doesn't just mean that like um governments can just print out more money which causes hyperinflation i mean or d- basically devalues the dollar in a sense uh i think that's a good way to fix it because it's set out i think i believe 21 million bitcoin that's kind of like the most you can ever print so it's kind of fixed at that system at that, at that number uh but yeah i mean it's it's good man I'm, I'm excited for the change and see where that goes um but yeah so um next is jake paul versus tyron woodley like it's crazy man like in my opinion like how celebrity boxing has just freaking exploded man it's uh it's 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 nuts man i mean i i, I just I, I actually love it though man i mean it's um Boxing has kind of always been like that, to be honest, but it's just kind of taken on a new, like, level, like, influencer boxing, because it used to be YouTuber boxing, where I think the first big match was this guy named, K- so KSI, right, big YouTuber, versus Jake Wattwella, right, both UK YouTubers, and, um, yeah, they had a boxing match, I believe, two years ago, three years ago, it's been a while, wow, um, yeah, and it, it turned out to bring in a lot of numbers, um, and it was it was hella entertaining, and a lot of seven to fourteen year old fans paid for the tickets, while you could be a total chat and a legend and just uh, <laughs> wait for the actual account dancing to just show that shit for free on YouTube a year later or months later, or even just watch it on YouTube minutes or hours after the stream ends, and you can see a whole <laughs> bunch of people uh, uploading that shit for free. Um, so yeah but man it's like dude jake paul has that energy man he is a master when it comes to marketing man like love it or hate the dude man's the man knows how to make the money man knows how to market like when he was at ufc like two at 261 i believe (laughs) the crowd booed him they're just like get the fuck out of here jake jake paul you suck and do you know what, man? Like, you know what Jake was hearing, man? When you fucking heard that shit? I bet you he was hearing this, man. He was probably hearing... Money, 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 money. Money. You know, the whole, like, Shane McMahon thing where, like, you know, he's just kind of walking out or, like, that Vince McMahon, you know? Kind of 
ultra walk where you just walk to the shoulders like this. <laughs> a little Conor McGregor like walk when he walks like that too, just fucking like this. Just, you know, it just has that fuck you money, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck, I wish I had fuck you money, man. But like, dude, that's what Jake Paul, man. That's what Jake Paul is, uh, is hearing, man. He's hearing that money, man. When people hate on him, it's like, yeah, you're going to hate on me, but you're also going to watch my shit. Let's, let's, let's be frank here. You're, you're going to watch my shit. <laughs> like, dude, now I just remember, man, like there's a segment, man, on WWE. Like, it's, it's so, it's weird, man. It's like politicians and politics are like WWE, where you know, it's fake and they do a lot of, you know, kind of fake virtue signaling. But nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> it's it's uh, WWE is, is is great for that man. I mean, so the, now I remember this segment, man, where like Shane was like in the back out, like in the kind of the back of the of the WWE course, and um, yeah, he's walking, man, and he just gets fucking jumped and has his head smashed through a car. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is about WWE, man, but. That stuff is hella entertaining, man. It's it's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> and you just start beating the fuck out of him, and you know what's fake. <laughs> it's good, good old attitude era, man. It's like um, you had like people that would play these roles and these characters, and they're so ridiculous. Like you got like the boogeyman. <laughs> He would smash a fucking smash a clock on his head. He also had worms coming out of his mouth. You got the Undertaker, who was a dead man walking. You got Shawn Michaels, pretty boy Shawn Michaels. You got RVD with the kicks and the and the how was it the Rolling Thunder? Where he just does like a somersault. He got my favorite. One, honestly, one of my favorite um, characters is Booker T. Just the spin just the spin the five time champion. Just slaps people across the chest. <laughs> Oh man, what a time, man! Rey Mysterio, it's great. I still have the WrestleMania 19 game, like on the GameCube, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. He just that game was like really good because like it doesn't have a lot of the stamina, you know, kind of things. It doesn't have a lot of the realism. Like you can throw people off buildings, you can throw people into cars, you can sledgehammers and smash them in the head with it. Oh man, I wish wrestling games would go back to that. But I have a uh, 2K19 game right now man for wrestling and it's just it's different man it sucks everyone's slow you got stamina i don't know i don't like it i have a lot less realism and a lot more fun when it comes to these games but yeah um back to the jake paul versus tyron woodley so for those who don't know tyron woodley is a decorated welterweight ufc champion yo like this dude has knocked motherfuckers out man He's just he has a crazy overhand and it's it's nuts. I mean, but it, you know what? Even it's even more nuts, man. I initially thought that you know Jake Paul has like zero chance against Tyron Woodley, but just even looking at the odds, apparently Jake Paul has a fifty-eight percent chance of winning, and Tyron's the underdog. Like holy shit! Like a kid from Disney who used to create YouTube videos has a higher chance of beating a decorated welterweight UFC champion and also future Hall of Famer. It's pretty fucking nuts, man. It blew my goddamn mind. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Tyron has three months to train, but he's also training with the best, like, defensive boxer on the planet, which is Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> he's in good hands, man, and, and I can't wait to see the fight, but 
58% chance, huh? That's crazy. Jake Paul has a 58% chance of winning against Tyrone Woodley, a decorated UFC champ. But, dude, I, I like, honestly... Just, he's going to be the most toughest opponent by far. I mean, look who look Jake who is Jake Paul fought. He's fought um Deji who lost again. He lost his second fight against Vinny Hacker, um, another TikToker. Uh, he fought against uh, Anson Yeb, who's actually improved. Like if you, f- you watch his recent fight against this TikToker named um fuck who was his name again Taylor Taylor Holder I believe I don't know man Taylor he looked really good so. But he beat him. But uh, yeah, Jake Paul beat him in the first round. I think technical knockout. Um, he beat a retired NBA star. He beat uh, Nate Robinson, who just <laughs> fell to the floor. Like, I'm not gonna knock Jake Paul. This dude has some crazy knockout power. And he knocked, uh, yeah, Nate Robinson to the floor in one round. And you can tell when someone's nervous is because, like, when they just rush in a straight line without moving their head. Like, um, I used to do that a lot when it comes to sparring. Um. But I think after you get hit in a while, and I think once the nerves kind of settle in, you kind of just tend to 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 move a bit more instead of moving in a straight line, trying to hit the opponent's head. Um, so you can kind of see where that was from. But yeah, man, just do knock the fuck out. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to surprise and show the world and shit. But um, yeah, got his ass knocked out. Badly too. Dude has some... Jake has some good knockout power. And then he knocked out... Ben Askren, technical knockout uh, in the first round. <laughs> Keep in mind, like, <laughs> there was a commentator that said that Ben looked like a bag of milk. <laughs> he just took off his shirt and, like, he, it was just, like, the biggest dad bod I've ever seen. You'd be, like, if you didn't know who Ben Askren was, if you just saw him on the beach, you'd be, you'd kind of just be like, wow, this this dude is, is this dude a fighter? Really? I mean, but I, but I guess you know Ben Askren, who is a really good wrestler, who uses utilizes a lot in MMA. But man, when it comes to striking, it's probably one of the worst strikers in the in the division. Man, I'm not gonna lie, no cap. But yeah, I'm like so I'm so excited to see the fight. Um, I'm probably just gonna see it at a bar if they even host it at a bar. If not probably wait just look on twitter because that's where i really get my news <laughs> uh yeah and uh see who wins the fight so apparently last saturday was uh tiktok versus youtube and uh i'm actually recording this on thursday because i recorded this on wednesday morning and the audio didn't work so now we're recording again on thursday morning and hopefully the audio works this time uh yeah so tiktok versus youtuber match um i was Supposed to record this initially on Saturday, but it got delayed almost like a week. Um, but yeah, my day was packed to the freaking brim, man. Like, I was out from 9.15 a.m. to, and I got home around 12 a.m. So that's a long-ass day. It was, it, it was fucked. Um, I used to have days like this, though. Like, um, before the pandemic and kind of when I went to the office. Uh, like, I was up at, like, 5 and went to the gym around 5.30. And I would work up to, like, 6, 7 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock. And then I would have a shower and get to work, and then I would start work from 8, and it would be from 8 to 4. Then after that, I would probably have about an hour to chill, two hours to chill, do my do a podcast session at the university, or or have some sort of, you know, networking event that would take me till like, 9 o'clock or whatever. Then I would eat, it would be like 10, then I would get home, it would be like 11. So, <laughs> it, 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 I used to have days like that, man, and uh, looking back now, it's like, how the hell did I have the energy to do all that? It was a fuck, man, it was fucked. No wonder I was just tired. I was kind of fag. I, I got sick. Um, but honestly, I, I, I like, guess what now, man? Like, I, I, I 
I value like my time and sleep a lot more, man. Like I don't, I don't, uh, I don't sleep that late anymore. I usually go to bed around ten to ten thirty because I like to wake up in the morning and do work. It's because like most of my day is kind of free at that point. Like um, I know a lot of my friends are like, hey, look, let's go hang out at the afternoon or night. And it sucks because I can't hang out too late. Like I can hang out like early evenings. Like I'd, I'd rather just do stuff like in the early afternoon. But I like when some motherfuckers are like, "Hey, look, man, let's go to like 3 a.m." I'm like, "Dude, I can't do that, man. I gotta work, right? Like I gotta work on on this thing. I love doing this, right? I don't want to make this thing a reality. I want to make this a full time. But yeah, it's it's kind of choosing to prioritize, right? I mean." Back in the day when I was um uh, on my last semester of university, man, uh, I, I used to just party every week. I was done all my econ courses. The only thing I had was this easy archaeology course. <laughs> okay, so you're supposed to go through like um your advisor, right? Like kind of like a semester before you graduate, just to kind of plan shit out. And he was just like, oh, you need one more course. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need one more course. And so I signed up for archaeology, right? And uh, he was just like, I'm not going to try to recommend this to you, but you need a D to pass. <laughs> and all I heard was a D. I'm like, okay. So that basically is like 49 to 50%. Cool. I can get that done. <laughs> and it was, it was so fucked. So like, I didn't, I never went to class. I didn't take any notes. I just looked at the PowerPoints and studied like the night before the exam, hoping I can just score like a D. Uh, and I just partied every weekend, man. I didn't give a fuck. But I also had a full-time job at the time. So it was kind of the full-time job that took me in after I graduated university. It's, it's like, it's, it's I was really grateful because um this company took me in um, a year before I graduated. And they, they knew that. They, I think this is kind of the reasons why they took me in. Um, and yeah, I didn't have that long period of unemployment, like which a lot of my friends had when they initially graduated. Um so I was, I was very grateful, right? Like a year before I graduated, I had a job set for me. So I wasn't worried about what I was going to do, what, what I was going to get. I had an established, you know, insurance job. And by the time I got out of it, it, I only doubled down on the education and they kind of obviously promoted me to a different level. Um, and even now they're, they're, they're looking at, at stuff like that, right? But it, it's cool though, man. I always recommend um, at least a year like before you graduate to always try to find a company that would take you in. And even then, like, try to work there full-time. So then you're at least guaranteed a position there after you graduate. So you don't have to have that long period of unemployment. But, yeah, I, I was pretty grateful for that, man. Uh, I was pretty fucking grateful. But, yeah, I partied every week. Because I knew I, I had, like, a job set after I graduated. I didn't have to, like, show off my grades or shit like that. Like, <laughs> there was this company, man, the, a bank that I uh, applied to. And um, they, they, they asked me like um what's your gpa and for those who don't know i actually didn't do very well in university i just did enough to basically pass university because i did sfu econ man and uh, <laughs> it's notoriously hard because apparently what happened was that it's almost like a business reject which was what i was right like um i like for those who didn't make into business uh, you have to go into econ right and <laughs> there's a lot of kids that went into econ that weren't supposed to go in there because it's very math heavy based um so they had a lot of gatekeeper courses and even after the gatekeeper courses there are still other gatekeeper courses on top of that that would fucking just they would just get rid of you it doesn't make any sense like when you're like this close to graduating when you're one or two courses from graduating why would you have a gatekeeper course 
Why? It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's so weird because it's so, it's, it's like, okay, you think this degree, this economics degree, because they made it so hard, it could have some prestige. Nobody gives a fuck, man. Really, like, outside of the real world, man, most of us, most of these companies don't give a fuck about your degree. Like, I can tell you, my company did my company didn't really kind of look into it like it, it, it's it's such propaganda from the university and they and they and they sold me man if you want to go into car sales hire those guys to do it man because they sold me on the freaking degree <laughs> that is you know it's me we make it hard because it's valuable and some other bullshit like that but in reality man it's just it's just a way for you to scrounge up money man because let's say like you can't redo a course like twice so ends with three, sorry, three times. So once you fail a course twice, you kind of have to like put it as your minor, then have another like minor on top of that. And that's just more time for you to be in school for more time for the universities to make money. <sighs> what a fucking sham. Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, man, I, I am still pretty happy that I took it. Um, I recommend my cousins to not, you know, kind of go that down that route because I think a trade is kind of where it's at now. We're like, we're all going to be automated from our jobs. <laughs> yeah, man. Tr trades, uh, it's where it's at, man. There's, there's a good demand for them. Good money. Uh, yeah, like, like, you know, being a plumber, man, you, you, dude, you make so much money as a plumber, man. Like I have a family friend who's a, who's a plumber and they make tons of money. Like then now he has his own business, like with like two people or three people, like fixing up people's houses and shit it's a good way man it's a good way to make money and those type of jobs like trades and all that shit should not be knocked down man and i'm happy that my cousins are going into it man they learned from us and i'm happy that they're at least taking the lessons they learned from us and uh going a different route oh what was it what was it what was i talking about man what was i fucking talking about yeah um the whole tiktok versus uh youtuber match uh yeah the uh price hall versus uh austin mcbroom so for those who don't know it was uh let's see where i'm at yeah it was uh bryce hall versus uh, austin mcbroom man and this guy bryce hall was a big shit talker man before the fight he was like yeah i'm i was in i was in 40 street fights i never lost a match <laughs> um and he got his ass beat funny because i actually bet on the kid the 21 year old kid that takes steroids to beat a like 30 plus year old uh nba guy who has a family channel and lo and behold i lost money on that bet not too happy about it but it was also a very entertaining watch and well honestly i'm too old to watch this stuff anyways like just looking at the audience for like seven to 14 year old kids i also didn't pay a dime to watch this thing but yeah it, i mean like fuck i'm 26 man i shouldn't be i shouldn't be talking about this stuff but yeah i lost some money on the fight man and um i was actually gonna record this saturday morning so i wouldn't have this material to talk with but you know things happen for a reason and thankness is delayed so yeah all right what uh what else is here man um yeah so yeah so on saturday man like uh there was a hangout at night so the guy was like hey man 7 30 let's go meet up at the restaurant or something so we did and um yeah and uh, obviously a couple other buddies didn't come until like 8 30 9 o'clock because you know filipino time or whatever it's when they say 7 30 they mean like fucking nine o'clock um yeah 
yeah i mean it's just it's fucking weird no but then again i do that all the time but i, I always get pissed off when someone else does it it's like fuck you're late but i'm always late <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah so they pulled that shit um we were at there till 10 then we hung out till 11 then i told my hat to go but um my buddy was like hey man like uh no man look look let's go to this warehouse or my family's warehouse because he he owns like a his family owns like a clothing like store so they have a warehouse where they would go party and shit and like they're trying to convince me they're, they're like hey man like we'll stick for like an hour two hours but i knew man if i went out with them i would have been out till 3 a.m so i would have been out from 9 like 15 a.m to like three o'clock in the morning and that would have just fucked my entire body and plus sunday morning also had a session at 10 a.m which is now uh canceled um but i needed the body to rest i needed to rest man like that's the thing it's just i can't just keep partying man like as much as i do i'd rather work on this in the morning because i just feel more productive man i feel better like i think there comes a, a point in time where like i just like to sleep man like i like to do stuff in the afternoon you know during the day during the morning work on my business and in the afternoon hang out with friends but the trade-off is that i can't really hang out too late at night it's because i want to wake up and work in the morning man and yeah that's it man i think i'm just getting to that age man where i like i like to party still don't get me wrong but just not to like fucking tw like 2 a.m maybe 12 a.m you know come home at a come home at one or something get some sleep um and yeah wake up and work so i don't get totally fucked yeah, I'm also not a fan of getting absolutely just fucking shit-faced either. Because it just fucking ruins. It just ruins your productivity, man. Like, I don't get... I never got the appeal of going so hard that you either black out or you get a hangover the next day. Like, I'd rather have a couple drinks and know that I'm buzzed and have a good time and wake up in the morning and still get work done. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a heavy drinker. I'm also not, like, a, like a guy that can party till 2, 3 a.m., maybe it's a sign of maturity man maybe maybe i'm just realizing all this time man that <laughs> this is probably more fun and more fulfilling for me man to you know work on the business to you know provide content that i think is valuable for a lot of people and yeah i, I want to make this my reality so thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the solo joe thing show branch off the fresh cup of joe podcast pa my patreon will be up pretty soon so uh my patreon will be up pretty soon so help support me and my dream um and yeah uh the link will be in the show notes below guys uh thank you so much and have yourself a great rest of your day whenever and whatever time you are listening to this